0: Everyday Theologian. I am Pastor Ty Cordemash here with Chad Lewis, as always. How's it going? We're excited to be able to share another podcast with you folks. Thank you for joining and listening in. Another quick reminder that anytime um, you have been able to participate in one of our uh, podcasts. We hope that you are liking, sharing, commenting. We'd love to be able to engage your conversation here too. So if there's a question that comes up, hey, come on back and, um, and we'll be sure to answer those questions as we find our way through. So today our topic um, broadly is connection. You know, within the life of Christians, it's so vitally important that we have connection to other Christians. Not only is it vital for us as human beings to have connection, to be able to share with one another and um, just know that we're not alone, but um, it's also really important within the church that we can see and experience connection. One of the things the United Methodist Church has been, really, um, has been really integral for the United Methodist Church is that connection piece. So we're known in, in this denomination as being a connectional system that we are um, connected to other United Methodist congregations all over the world. So then on a local level, though, in our own community, within our own congregation, um, we have organizations, we have different groups that are a part of a broader, a a larger connection. And one of those groups here, um, a part of the United Methodist denomination, but also uh, that has the local kind of branches is something called the United Methodist Women and they have been so integral in the work of mission, of caring for um, women, children, the poor, in, and so many other things in so many ways for decades. And uh, it's just a really incredible thing to see and to hear Um, just how broad their reach is. Uh, Chad and I had an opportunity to work with some of the women from that organization within our church a couple Mm -hmm. of weeks ago uh, when they were doing a program. And so I just, I walked away from that and I was just in awe again of the incredible work that the United Methodist women do. Yeah. And so Chad and I had a conversation right after that. And we were like, you know, we need to have more conversation around this topic. And more specifically, we know that we can't do it justice on right. our own. Right. <laughs> so we have a special guest with us today. Judy Rogers is here with us. And Judy is the president of the United Methodist Women Here at Chippewa United Methodist Church. And so we're really grateful that Judy has agreed to be here with us, um, her first experience on a podcast. And she is just though going to be able to share so many more details than we could have ever come up with on her own. And also she's going to have all of that kind of personal um, experience with it. So welcome, Judy. We're so glad you're here. Oh, well, thank you, and I'm pleased that you invited me to come
1: talk with you because I think even here at Method our Methodist Church, people don't the women don't understand who is part of the United Methodist women or what all we do. So I hope this helps clarify some of that for people.
0: I think it definitely will. And I mean, I think that that's something that all of us need a better clarification for, no matter who's listening, Um, because it's incredible the extent of work and the scope that the United Methodist Women are a part of. And I think that we have a very limited view Mm -hmm. because here, these are like true confessions growing up in the United Methodist church, you hear of the United Methodist women and, and you know that they, um, Oh, they do the funeral dinners or they might have a rummage sale and that just barely, barely covers like just the exterior part of what the depth of what the United Methodist Women do. So Judy, why don't you go ahead and tell us what the purpose of the United Methodist Women is? Okay, well, we have a a written purpose for all over the world
1: for United Methodist Women. And often we say it at our meetings, the organized unit of United Methodist Women shall be a community of women whose purpose is to know God and to experience freedom as whole persons through Jesus Christ, to develop a creative, supportive fellowship, and to expand concepts of mission through participation in the global ministries of the church.
0: Mm.
1: And um, it's also a diverse and dynamic community of Christian women working together to grow spiritually, live out their faith, and make a difference in their communities and world, especially on behalf of women children, and youth. And you said earlier about how long we've been around. Mm -hmm. Well, we recently just celebrated 150 years of the United Methodist Women. Wow. And it started by eight women in a Methodist church in Boston who learned women in India could not be serviced by male educators or male physicians. Mm. And so through their faith, in action, the organization, they reach women all over the country and they send mm-hmm. funds to send a woman teacher and a woman doctor to India to serve the women and the girls.
0: Wow. And that basically
1: is our beginning of the United Methodist Women. You know, that I, is amazing.
2: Yeah. I hear all the time that the the missions organizations that, uh, that the UMW help and sponsor and raise money for. Uh, I didn't realize that it started as a mission outreach thing of its own. Mm-hmm. That's, that's awesome.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's a far cry from a little funeral dinner.
2: Oh yeah. I
0: know oh, that's, that's basically
1: what we do in, in house. Yeah. I mean, we, that's one of our things, but our funds and outreaches reach all over the world. In fact, um, in 2018 and 19, by missions giving, eight point nine million was sent to two hundred and eighty-eight national and international projects and partners in forty-three countries that supported <laughs> wow. women and children and thirty-seven states in our own country and Washington, DC, and Puerto Rico.
0: Oh my God. Wow. So we
1: have a far outreach. Wow. And it always hasn't been called UMW. It, okay. it used to be called W. When I was in high school, it was called WSCS, Women's Society of uh, Christian Service. Okay.
0: Interesting. Wow that it's that's incredible. The, how far reaching that is, and isn't that so significant that the that the way it began was women wanting to help women who weren't necessarily in their backyard, though. No. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, I mean, it was global from the very beginning. And
1: that was like in the 1800s.
0: Yeah. And so there they are.
1: Yes. How How did they know about, I'm, you know, I think I read somewhere that the, you know, someone, one of those women had gone to India, maybe with her husband for something, um. and they saw the need there. Wow. And then they did something. They did something.
0: That is incredible. And, and that can't happen without connection. <laughs> that can't help and happen without others supporting and participating. And so all of those years ago, they had to do a lot of that. That was a lot of effort to reach out to other people to communicate the need to finally get that. That need fulfilled yes to me yeah. it's amazing yeah. yeah it really is like that's a miraculous kind of thing for sure for sure so how how is it though that you know over eight million dollars can be raised and and given to support ministries all over the world how do well, the women do that like what are are there some different ways that you um raise funds well here at
1: Chippewa United Methodist Church. Mm-hmm. Most of our funds are raised through the two rummage sales. Oh, yes. And those are huge here. Yes. And last year we were only able to have one. Right. But God blessed us with a really big one, and we were able to to do most of our n- donations. Wow. And then um, we ha- usually have the Christmas cookie sale mm-hmm. at the bazaar, which mm-hmm. we were not able to have last year. True. And then women's pledges. Okay. Now we do separate mission givings, like like the program we did um, recently for the um, prayer and self denial. Okay, Um, that is a separate fund, and anything given to that goes to the prayer and self denial um, fund worldwide. Okay. And then there's a thank offering that we do also in November, and that money is totally separate. Wow. And then we give like each year each. Each district or each church gives so much um, to the district. Okay. So we've pledged $3,000. And last year, we didn't think we were going to make it, and we were able to give our $3,000. So every church does what they can mm-hmm. to support.
0: So who are the people that are a part, that can be a part of the United Methodist Women?
1: Well, anybody, any woman that comes to the United Methodist Church, if you're a member, if you're not a member
0: Mm -hmm. of the church, you can
1: still be a member of the United Methodist Women.
0: And is there an age limit? No. So, like, girls in high school could be part of it.
1: Yes. And there is a separate program. It used to be um, called—I can't remember the name of it now, but they've changed the name of it— Girls get together. They've had um, retreats mm-hmm. where young girls get together and learn about mm-hmm. missions. So they're high school oh, yeah. girls. I think unstoppable, unstoppable is what it's called now. Is it right? Now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we wanted to one year support a girl mm-hmm. to go, but we couldn't find anyone at the mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. to go. But we would be willing to, if there is an sure. event, we would like to support because we want the girls to know yeah, that we can they can be involved.
0: Yeah. 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 That's really cool.
1: And if a woman is involved in anything in church, some people don't realize, you know, if they helped at the rumming sale, Mm -hmm. if they help at funeral meals, Mm -hmm. if they do so many blessings, Mm -hmm. um, if they make meals for moms, they help at the bake sale. You're a part of United Methodist Women (laughs) if you're a lady. You know, you have contributed. Even if you finish financially, you are a member of United Methodist Mm -hmm. Women. Mm -hmm. Wow. So... Know, we want everyone to know there's lots of areas where they can help mm-hmm. and and that they are members mm-hmm.
0: so locally within our church what are the thing what are the I guess specific groups because you kind of mentioned a couple things but what are the ways that United Methodist women are um, engaged here within this congregation here in Chippewa? well I mentioned
1: so many blessings yeah so that is a group in itself and you talk about connection those days took off when the church closed Got together as soon as they can, could mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. they make stockings and um, pillowcases for our for the Yellow Ribbon Girls, and then they send them, mm-hmm. you know, to our soldiers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So
0: the Yellow Ribbon Girls, um, if you're not from this area, is uh, an organization that supports military. And so active military specifically, they try to get, they send a Christmas package every year. Well, not a package, a box. Huge. I mean, not like a little tiny box, not a shoe box, (laughs) but like a huge box they'll send. um, And they send hundreds. Well, they send every month. So, yeah. So the Christmas is a special thing. Right, but in you know, our group we a have a
1: group of ladies. Now we went this year, even with COVID, we mm-hmm. had a smaller group that went, and they have a separate building, and we didn't mix with other churches. Mm-hmm. But we were able to fill our own stockings with things that pe- people sent in. They're wrapped, and and that was just a, it's a wonderful thing. But the boxes are huge that they. They send, and I I can't even tell you how many they send to, mm-hmm. and we get thank you notes because we have a little slip mm-hmm. um, that we put on the stockings, not on the pillowcases. But mm-hmm. well, no, we did on the pillowcases too. But mm-hmm. they um, they send messages. You know, we got your pillowcases and how much it meant, and mm-hmm. and, and so that's a connection. Yeah, right there, yeah, absolutely. absolutely, just a wonderful connection that you know. Yeah, and and the ladies that are working together are
0: connecting and supporting each other. So mm-hmm. that that's a wonderful ministry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so many blessings. I I love it for those listening. So many blessings is spelled S E W, being the sewing group. So so many blessings, but they yeah, that's a really they do a lot of wonderful things. Now we also
1: have Agape Circle, and right now we consider so many blessings like a circle, but Agape Circle. Um, they haven't been meeting, but we are the ones that make the um, baptismal blankets. Oh, I was yes. just going to ask about
2: that. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah. So here in this congregation, when a child is baptized, um, they receive a blanket so that the Agape Circle then makes. That's really But
1: awesome. any woman, we've had other, you know, you don't have to be a member of the Agape Circle. If you mm-hmm. see that we're having it, you. You can come and you and nice. with so many blessings. You don't have to know how to sew. <laughs> that's <can> true. <laughs> yes,
0: you can iron or iron. There's, there's yeah.
1: lots of skills that we can use.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And, okay, and, and just
1: recently we just today we did the kitchen care ministry. So we have a few ladies to come and clean out. You know, straighten up the kitchen, mm-hmm. wipe things off, make sure it's clean each month, you know. Mm-hmm. And anybody can be part of that, and that's fun. Just again, getting together and talking with Sure. women.
0: Yeah, another connection. Mm-hmm. Sure. And we
1: have one another thing that we've done, um it's been on hold though, as uh, meals for moms. Mm. That new mothers. M- yeah, meals yeah, for new moms. Making they do that for about a month, I think, three okay. times a week. Okay. And um yeah. Another, well, of course, the funeral meals. We can always yeah. use help with funeral meals, either baking or cooking or any of our bake sales if people like to bake. Mm-hmm. And we haven't had them the last year, but the Lenten luncheons that we have, yes. people like to work mm-hmm. in the kitchen.
0: Yes. Yeah, those are always nice too. Wow. And those are just, I'm sure, I mean, those are like the regular events. Those are our regular events. So what are there ways then? Because I know that... So, in the United Methodist Church, there's we have all of the structure. We have the global church, then we have um, a general church, <laughs> then we have our jurisdiction, uh, which is um, a geographic area. So, we're in Western Pennsylvania, which means we're part of the northeastern jurisdiction, um, which is just kind of from West Virginia uh, through new England. And then we have the smaller group that is our annual conference, which is Western Pennsylvania. We go from Erie down to Washington. So North to South, but then we go East, um, just before Altoona and Bedford. That's kind of the line that creates us as Western Pennsylvania. Um, But then we also have within Western Pennsylvania, our districts. So we, we call ourselves here the Butler district, even though we technically are in Beaver County, Um, just the way that that's kind of been drawn out. It's the majority of Butler County. So we're the Butler district. And then, and then we go from our district to our local church. Um, Well,
1: speaking of Butler District, just this last Saturday, we had a Butler District meeting with women from all over western Pennsylvania Mm -hmm. here. And there were probably at least 20 churches
0: represented there. there. Mm -hmm.
1: And we had two mission ambassadors speak. Mm. And they are women who have gone to different parts of the country. I guess they can choose where they go. And they went. Of course, no one went in 2020, but they went in 2019, and they talked about um, a mission that we have in Belfast, Ireland. Oh, that they visited, and then they talked about. Um, I'm trying to think the other one they talked about, but anyway, it was it was just amazing. Oh, I know the um, Good Neighbor Settlement House along the um, in Texas. Okay. Oh, And it was really interesting because they talked about how uh, this particular facility, um, it's been around since the 50s, was helping uh, homeless. But now they're also helping the immigrants. Mm. And I don't know if you noticed that we had a collection of clean packaged underwear mm-hmm. that we asked for. And we all took some and they will send it to that mission because wow. when people come across The border, sure, and for the homeless too, they uh, give them. They have a place to shower. They give them um, toiletries. Mm -hmm. They'll give them clean underwear and maybe some underclothes, you know, underclothes. And then they try to find places in the United States where they will go until they go through the process of becoming. Okay, um, you know, if they can are allowed to enter. Sure, Mm -hmm. and they don't just get people from. Mexico and Honduras. Mm-hmm. They showed us a picture. Someone was coming through from Russia. They, Interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, and they they help them and and they give them spiritual guidance too. I mean, there's mm-hmm. I think there's a um, a chapel there, and okay. they might have a okay. service a week and that kind of thing. So, you know, it gave me a totally dis- different perspective on uh, immigration. Sure, yeah. they don't usually help the the too much the ones that cross illegally okay they send them back okay but these other people are waiting on a bridge Mm. and people are there taking food and it just opened my eyes to a lot that they're doing you know to help
0: and what a great connection that like
1: you're saying you wouldn't have known otherwise no right and going to belfast I, i mean i was surprised at this mission that. And there's a lot of unrest there now Mm. between the Catholics and the Protestants, Mm -hmm. which has been for years. But but it was better, and now it's a little worse. But they help, you know, Catholic, you know, they try to make it a safe place where people can come Mm. and
0: get help there. That's incredible. And so United Methodist Women are right there on those front lines. Yes.
1: Yeah. So we pay for these. I mean, I don't know that we pay all the way, but there's some help that they get. Okay. These ladies who are mission ambassadors get so they can travel and then they go around the country and tell groups mm-hmm. about their experiences. Sure. Now, That's they magical. also helped at... Um, Red Bird Mission. Okay. They went to visit there, and That's which is a local. local. Mm-hmm. Well, and kind of local. I mean, it's down in Kentucky, right? <laughs> down in Kentucky. Yeah. But I consider that fairly <laughs> yeah. local because yeah. we've had yeah. groups from here go there. Yes, sure. And, um, mission trips and things. And, um, up in Warren, um, mm. to, um, yeah. Ruth Smith, Smith home. Okay. Which okay. some of us have also visited, mm-hmm. you know, and they, they care for, um, people with mental and,
0: um, physical handicaps. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So there is, so there's that connection that, um, beyond our local church, you, you, you and a few other women who were able to go to a district gathering, um, to be able to hear about things that are happening, not only across our country, but even across the world. And that those are things that United Methodist women are a part of. That what you're doing, how you're how you're giving towards missions, how you're actively participating in missions, and um, it just further strengthens that connection. That's incredible. I don't know if the ladies are aware.
1: Some people came to our program in the fall that we had Eastbrook Mission Barn come. Okay. Are you familiar? with I am. Yeah. And. Um... They make the um, flood buckets mm-hmm. and some oh, okay. other other things, mm-hmm. you know, there they send them out when they're needed. But the girl that's in charge there came to speak to us, and we're hoping maybe this summer to get a small group again to go. We did it once before, to go verify the buckets. Okay, They have to make sure that the right... Sponges and all these things are in these buckets that have been in, sent in by different churches. Mm-hmm. So they're doing it differently. We can only do a small group, but sure. we want mm-hmm. to try to
0: do that. So, And that's an incredible thing, too. So this just speaks to um, more of the United Methodist Connection. So Eastbrook Mission Barn is a central location that collects these things. So the flood bucket is what they're referred, or is what they're called. And and these buckets are five-gallon buckets filled with all kinds of cleaning supplies and different utensils to be able to then send to the places that are experiencing a flood to be able to help clean up. And United Methodist flood buckets are known. (laughs) Well, and that's part of UMCOR, which is, United Methodist... Committee on Relief, mm-hmm. yes. Yes. So there's that other connection. Another connection. Um, um, yeah, so we do. they do flood buckets. I think they do some kind of um, a toiletry kit of some kind, I think. Um, and they also do, I think they do like a baby kit too. Well, they used to do layettes. They used to do school kits because when oh, the last time we sure. went,
1: they did the school kits and we even had a group that made... Um, Bags, mm-hmm. but they have changed those okay. and they have different requirements. Sure, and, and our particular area doesn't no longer. They only store two of them okay. there. So,
0: yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, that connection, <laughs> the importance of it. To, I mean, we, because we can't do these things alone, right? I mean, to think it, it's wonderful what you're able to do as a small group, but whenever you're able to connect across an entire denomination, there's so much more that can happen. And all
1: these things are helpful to women, children, and youth mostly. I, I recently read in the women's magazine called Response that um, they're helping women, girls in Mozambique learn to sew. Hmm. And they call this group Girls Without a Future. Well, they're giving them a future Hmm. because they're sowing, they're learning a livelihood, and it gives them a spiritual and emotional support. Wow. So we're changing
0: lives. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely.
1: I I didn't know if you wanted to know some of the local, our local places that we give every year. For instance, we give to the three church camps.
0: Okay, so within our conference, within we, have our three conference. Conferences. Mm-hmm. we have three camps, Wesley Woods, Jamonville, and Camp Allegheny. So we make sure we give, and again, we give to the Rue Smith home
1: okay. that Up we've talked Warren. about. Locally, we give to Tiger Paws. Okay, okay. yeah, a local um, organization. Eastbrook Mission Barn, we mm-hmm. try to give them uh, some money. Uh, even in our own church, if our youth are going on a mission trip, mm-hmm. or the okay. uh, Gary Bloom Walk, mm-hmm. we give some money toward those because, you know, there's young women yes, that are in charge of that. And we want, as hopefully mentors and older women, to be supporting anything mm-hmm. that they're doing. Wonderful. Yeah. So um uh, this year we gave to the Faith Restorations, you know, the church collected Yeah. for yeah. that. So we donated some money towards mm-hmm. that. That's a local food pantry. Uh, soup kitchens.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm
1: and those are some of the you know most of the things or you know if there's a local need here at church or you know mm-hmm. when we had the sign we gave a little bit of money to sure.
0: the sign so yeah yeah and now i think i also heard that um that you also are engaged in continuing continual study and and spiritual growth as well and that there's um like a reading study program we that do you have, engage in
1: we do have not we We need to get more ladies involved in that. Um, There's several of us that we have to read five books in different areas, uh, spiritual growth, about community. So I have learned a lot. I bet in readings. I mean, I've read books on Muslims. Mm -hmm. Recently, I read a book about some Chinese. it was clear back in eighteen hundreds. It had to do with human trafficking. Oh wow! So that I mean, it's just opened my eyes to lots of you know Native Americans. I've read some books mm-hmm. on the Native Americans, uh, on women, uh, you know, the women of of the world that have made contributions. Mm-hmm. So there's yeah, it does open your eyes, mm-hmm. you know. And I have put that information out
0: last year, I think, to let people know what books we had available. But sure. It's just incredible to me as we kind of peel back the layers just how, um, I don't know, how detailed, how intricate, how complex this organization is. And, you know, that it's it's not just a simple little local group, but there's so much depth, um, so much intentionality behind everything that the United Methodist Women do. And how they not only connect with one another, but care so deeply for the whole world. And it's all for the glory of God. That's right. Yeah. It's just, it's just incredible. I'm just amazed by it. And I'm so grateful for um just for the witness of the United Methodist women um across the decades, across the centuries. Mm-hmm. Right. I am they're faithful because their, their names are, on you know, the United Methodist women, their names are on hospitals and schools and all over the world. Um, and it's just such a, such a wonderful thing. So we have a, a legacy. That's, that's for sure. That
1: I mean, we just don't realize the, yeah. the groundwork that they laid and we need to continue their work. Yeah, yeah
0: for sure. For sure. Wow. Oh my goodness, Judy. <laughs> well, anything else that you want to make sure we know or hear about the United Methodist women, whether here or locally um, or globally, um, just some minor things that we,
1: you know, we did th- like through the p- pandemic, and, yeah. and well, we do it all the time. Really, uh, we have a girl on board that on our board that uh, sends cards, okay, to all the, um, members to remember and anyone's ill or sick or on holidays. And she also sends birthday cards to, uh, about five missionaries throughout the world, um, during the year. And on occasion we've heard back from one of those missionaries. One time we heard back from a, a few years ago, a back from an African, um, uh, missionary who was flying that was the only way that people could get supplies he would fly them in mm. okay. so he wrote back to us and they so that we send a special donation just to him nice you yeah know, when you have that connection absolutely yeah,
2: yeah.
0: connections make a difference
1: <laughs> so we try to support in lots of different ways and and we'd appreciate anyone that would be interested in helping in any of our events, you know, and and we want everyone to know that they're just welcome to be a part of
0: United Methodist Women, however they would like to be a part. So if they, if somebody wanted to um, learn more about what you're doing here locally, or even to help to be a part of what happens here at Chippewa United Methodist Church or through the church, how would you recommend they connect with you? Well, they
1: could call me, Judy Rogers, (laughs) Or we usually meet. Um, we have a, a board meeting the first Wednesday of the month at nine thirty in the Wells Room. They're welcome to come and learn, ask questions there. Mm-hmm. And usually um, during regular years, we have right. a program every month. You, the second uh, Wednesday of the month. Um, though we have not. We will probably start those again in September.
0: Okay. So hopefully, mm-hmm. carefully, we sure. will start those. Yeah. And then, like you've said, any of the events that you do, which are so numerous, <laughs> between so many blessings, the agape circle, helping with funeral dinners, um, and on and on and on. We have
1: a mother-daughter banquet. Oh, that's up. yes.
0: Yep. Oh, I'm glad you said that.
1: Um, so tickets can be bought at the church office, mm-hmm. and we'll have a magician. And this is, you know, it's a, it's not a spiritual event, but it's a fun connection yes. event and. Hope to see people there. Definitely.
0: And we're trying to be safe. We'll have box dinners. Okay, great. And then I also know, like, you'll have things occasionally in the newsletter, in our steeple. Um, you have a Facebook page, Chippewa yes. United mm-hmm. Methodist Women Facebook page, which um, gets updated with with different things. So there are different ways that, we, that people can connect um, uh, to be able to be a part of this group for sure. Yeah. Cool.
2: Uh, I haven't said much this episode. I know. But I'm just, I'm awestruck. (laughs) I mean, the the most that I ever really see is uh, the rummage sale and your more fellowship style events. And to find out that you have a strong missions route and it's not just that you're collecting stuff to support missions, um, just the, the intricacy and the all of the different ways that the United Methodist women are, women are connected globally and here within the church. I, there's a, I think there's a lot that the rest of the church can learn from this group.
1: I would agree. Oh, well, thank you. And, and like I said, we're still learning. Mm-hmm. And there are, through this last year, they've changed some things so that we can— um, get online to hear different podcasts mm. and different, I don't know if they're called podcasts. I don't know what they call them, but I haven't, a lot of them haven't been at times where I can watch them, but you know, one's called faith faith works. And so one of the girls, um, lets us know each month, you know, any of the uh, events going on mm-hmm. that we can learn more about.
0: Yeah. And well, you, you can
1: always look at up umw.org online mm-hmm. and that's where I found out about more things As I've been online more and had more time to do that, to find mm-hmm. out more about all the things that United Methodist women do and all their
0: connections. Sure. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Great. Wow. Well, Judy, thanks so much for being here. Thank you for taking the time for sharing all of this information. I mean, like Chad said this is i think this is going to be eye opening for a lot of people because again even though we've just had this conversation there's so much more yeah. that the united women united methodist women do and are a part of all over the world um so i hope you'll check them out go to unitedmethodistwomen.org and see all the things that they do um but also remember that this is This is just as much a local group who cares so deeply for one another and the community that they're a part of. Mm -hmm. It's a really incredible group. So cool. Yep. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for joining us on another episode of Everyday Theologian. Uh, Judy, thank you for coming and talking to us today. Um, if you have any questions, we encourage you to join in the conversation. Shoot us a message uh, on our Facebook page. If you're interested in more information on the United Methodist Women, uh, you can visit www.unitedmethodistwomen.org. And um, If you want to get involved locally uh, Judy would love to talk to you Uh, The rest of the United Methodist Women group here would love to talk to you Um, So Stop in uh, Sign up for the uh, Mother, daughter, friend banquet Uh, That'll be a good fellowship opportunity Um, And We'll see you here In another two weeks Uh, Talking about more stuff with faith uh, Theology, God Fellowship Stuff with the Christian life. We'll see you then.